Welcome to As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. And this week, it's Sweet Vampires. Sweet. Sweet. I mean, they're vampires. They're, they're known to be sweet, Tim. Vampires? Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. David, I believe it went like this. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. I wish we were talking about that song today, or Put It in H, or any of the great uh, memed versions of Simpsons quotes. But instead, my friend, Tim Crisp, we're talking about Sweet Vampires, uh, which is a song. Oh, it's a song by the Alkaline Trio. And mm. that's why this podcast is called As You Were a Podcast About Alkaline Trio. Because every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. And this week on our podcast, As You Were a Podcast About Alkaline Trio, we're talking about the Alkaline Trio song, Sweet Vampires. From the 2018 record, Is This Thing Cursed? A record which was, of course, released because we'd started this podcast as you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio before the 2018 date. And they were like, oh, we hope they don't ever have, run out of songs. We got to churn out a record. So they get 12 or 13, too many, really, songs to talk about. And Sweet Vampires is one of those songs. And the reason I make that joke to you, David the best of times, the blurst of times, is the idea that somewhere there is a room full of monkeys on a typewriter and they, they, some of them know octave chords and they're just churning out Alkaline Trio songs for Matt Skiba. He's on a deadline. He's got records to make and he's got motorcycles to ride. He can't do both all day every day. So he has to turn to some monkeys to get the job done and you know bang up job good job monkeys i'm kind of impressed they got pretty close you have mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. you have to say but question is if you put a bunch of humans in front of typewriters in a room would any of them type out a monkey sound great question uh tim before we start do you think vampires are cool or lame? No, dude. Vampires are sweet. I'm inclined to agree. Um, you know, this is one of those songs that uh, when I saw the track list for this record that I was hotly anticipating, and I was like, it was a, a real love, love, kiss, kiss kind of moment of like, well, that song is not going to be good. Uh-huh. Um, and let me tell you, every time I've got that feeling... Love, love, kiss, kiss. Live young, die fast. Draculina and sweet vampires. I have been correct, um, but this song isn't as bad as those. It's not as bad as those. It's like straight up uh, a cookie cutter alkaline trio song, um, and it's it's just a it's a pleasant experience. But there's really nothing like to to chew on at all it's it's very inoffensive um musically Mm -hmm. is what i'll say inoffensive is a really good term for it yeah like there's no unlike a lot of uh my shame is true stuff where i'm like wow you guys aren't doing 
anything or this addiction stuff where I'm like, why all the sound effects, my guy? Mm-hmm. This one, when it comes in, I'm like, all right, that's a very like from here to infirmary reject song yeah. that you are putting down. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Not going to get mad at that. It's been a while since that record. That's fine. What I really dislike is Matt's vocal melodies in the verses. Really do not enjoy that at all. <laughs> really don't like his lyrics, except for when he calls himself a dumb dick. That's a pretty <laughs> great part of this song, and I'm glad that exists within their canon now. Matt Skiba calling himself a dumb dick on record. <laughs> I'm wondering if, if it's a bit. Like, just by the vocal performance, I don't know, like, what the... I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know if he's going for something. It's so strange. It's <laughs> It makes me think that he's, like, grinning while he's doing it. Or, well, it sounds like it. Yeah. Like, it sounds like he's smirking through the verses, because... I'm going to assume maybe some of our listeners who are more into the old material material aren't as familiar with this song, but it's literally the, like, my first vocal melody starter kit where it's like, I was a It's just like, okay, dude, like, yeah, anything else. It's almost like a weird, like, like, I don't know, like, garage vibey, not... Only in that it just sounds like kind of inherently misogynistic. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, I can, I was just about to say, like, I imagine he recorded this not wearing pants, (laughs) like, just kind of strutting in the vocal booth. That's what I picture mostly. Um, Whether or not I am correct, who's to say? That's the vibe I get. And if that's the vibe you're giving off, we we might have a little problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. There's, it's such a, it's such a whatever song. It just doesn't need to exist, and it does. <laughs> There's just nothing other than that. It doesn't add anything. It doesn't like you know what? Do you want to? We could talk about Mulholland Drive for a. For a minute that's, oh yeah yeah that's a, a place in a movie all right cool i know where you are i don't know uh-huh, i just yeah. don't know if it's like trying to be like kind of a weird like pervy uh weird owl song i mean yeah it's just really hard for me to parse what the intention was here because like he doesn't really dip into that like matt skiba over the top goth boy corniness mm-hmm. anywhere else on this record really like they're twinges of stuff but i think it mostly lands and like works this is the one where i'm like again musically doesn't fucking bug me that much so i'm not gonna harp on that Mm -hmm. but it just feels like it feels like the end of this addiction tracks where it's like the draculina fucking eating me alive line where i'm like what are these songs about yeah (laughs) like how did you wind up here? He gets is, yeah, he gets into like a weird zone, I feel like in the especially like My Shame is True era where he's it's kind of like he's just like writing these like weird love songs that are just supposed to exist off of I don't know, sort of like a 
like a rebel without a cause, but you know, he throws in like references to shit here and there. Just like, baby, we're gonna go out our own way. You know what I I don't know. It, well, it no, feels very no, like I... it feels just very cheap and also like what it, what what like reality does this exist in? I no, don't that's, know what that's it a, is. That's a great point. And I didn't really until you said it just then, I don't think it really crystallized for me, but it's uh when did he like forget how to talk to women? Because that really becomes a problem on some of this later material. Dude. Like, he just doesn't know how to talk to a woman or, like, engage with the concept of a woman. I got a theory for you right now. I'm going to bust it out. God, we should do more of these later at night. Um, mm-hmm. I think that he really wanted to write a Gaslight Anthem song for five six years i feel like he wanted to just like write something that had like a classic american rock and roll also kind of hollywood song mm-hmm. and they all suck none of them are good i mean it's an exceptionally hard thing to do well and uh he's just not cut out for it because it's just he's when he is removed from the subject matter, as he will often be, uh, sometimes that works fine. Like we spent a lot of time last week talking about how great Sadie is, mm-hmm. and he's not present in that material, yeah, in a direct way. But he makes you feel it. Whereas here, seemingly he is, but boy, this, I had no fucking clue. Um, it's just a very odd song in that like to to really put it on as lyrics is maybe maybe the wrong thing cuz i'm sure they came last in the process i doubt this was his inspiration mm-hmm. um but man why you got to hang it all on this i do i think i do appreciate the idea that you know i think that's what kind of this is this thing cursed was was they sort of just got together and wrote songs. So the mm-hmm. idea that this is like a cookie cutter alkaline trio song with like, you know, some tasteful overdubs, but also, you know, it's, it's recycled material. There's that one guitar that's kind of like palm muted arpeggios throughout. And it's like, he's just playing continental. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so I think that there's something like, something that I enjoy about the fact that maybe he didn't put thought into lyrics the way that he had been because he was like so heavy handed, but I feel Mm -hmm. like he just ends up writing these types of songs that just aren't about anyone in particular. They're just like love songs with a larger scope, but nothing of substance yeah, I mean, I think I agree. It's just, it, it's a fine song. It could have been a uh, Matt Skiba and the Secret song, probably. If, I think it would have made more sense there. Because he's yeah. already got, like, that pervert vibe established. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But instead, it's here. And as we've talked about, this record could lose a few songs and I think be no worse for wear. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is one of them. But, you know, I'm going to do something 
we've never really done before. Whoa. But I, you know, because I had so little to really say about this record or this song, rather, I had a lot to say about this record. Um, was I wanted to see what the I want to get my finger on the pulse of the people. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know what the average Joe Alkaline Trio fan thinks of this song, mm-hmm. and what is better for that than YouTube comments. Oh, I think it's a my great God inroad. And, you know, I just wanted to take a little look, and I'm going to read some off to you. You know, just fan reactions, Mm. what people thought. Uh, The number one comment um, looks to be one of the most upvoted is, glad, unlike most bands, the trio stays punk. Yep. True. It's true. True. Um, Unlike This is definitely the best music they've created in at least 10 years. That, I mean... That sounds like it shouldn't be true, but it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's it, on face value. That's not an absurd comment. So I'm sure that by now we've reached a few comments about the podcast as you were podcast about Alkaline Trio. Anything yeah, about few... Tim Crisp in particular? Mm, let me let me do a command F. Um, no, wait, no. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, it has. Uh, it, it says your name is Tom. Well, tell tell them they can command F themselves. Um. Yeah. Oh, here's a good comment. Uh, Draculina V two. Uh, but Draculina is spelled wrong. Um. So. Okay. You can't. You can't fault someone for spelling a name a made up word wrong. I I yeah, think that that's, that's a point worth making. Uh, a really astute observation uh, from one uh, listener, viewer. I don't know. It's on YouTube. Um, they're really taking a liking to the nautical symbolism, LOL. This is a good song. They're right about one thing. They're wrong about another. I don't know when they became like men of the sea, but like literally around this addiction onward, it's like, can you guys sing about anything other than like bodies of water and rain? Um Dude, I'm not I, I'm not even plugging this dude because of the Road to the Skeleton Coast podcast, which I have a vested interest in. Um mm-hmm. man, he never fell into that shit like the way all the rest of them did. Yeah. Uh well, and, and back to back, one person gives a song an 8 out of 10, and another gives it a 20 out of 10. So I don't really know what to do with that average. But people seem to like it, is the point I'm getting at. Uh, someone also spells Skiba's name with three Bs. Um, so that's uh, our little segment, Voice of the People. One, one to get When I don't have enough to say about an Alkaline Trio song, which is, by now, you should know, fairly rare. Figured why not, just a. Uh, See what see what the public thinks. I am racking my brain over who who could do what Springsteen and Brian Fallon did like and make it right. Cuz it's fucking hard. It's really hard. I mean especially it's really, really Bruce. Hard. like Bruce is impossible. No, you you can't even really touch it and I think like have you listened to his new record? 
I haven't. But I've been listening to so much out here, and it's been just the best. I was actually, like, I don't think it's, like... I think it's a really solid record, but it's also the one where it's like, oh, Bruce writing about like, you know, because a lot of these uh, classic artists are doing the like, I'm writing about my own mortality right before I die. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is him being like, oh shit, all my friends have died. Yeah. Um, kind of an interesting record. But to your point, it's it's really hard to age and be in rock music and not occasionally trip over your own two feet. But doing that Americana very vintage very kind of nostalgic warm vibe thing it's tough i admittedly don't like a lot of it Mm -hmm. so the fact that like i enjoy bruce springsteen is atypical and the fact that i can be like yeah like gaslight anthem really wrote some fucking records there didn't they Mm -hmm. like you know it's a testament to that but like i always hate shitting on this band because they're good dudes and all that but like i feel like the menzingers kind of made that turn Mm -hmm. and it it was rough in my opinion. I think I think On the Impossible Past was such a fucking great intersection for yes. them. I no, no debate. I would have loved to see them Yeah, not like hang there. I liked I liked how active that band was at the beginning. And how mm-hmm. their songs were so weird on that first record, um, mm-hmm. and I think that they like the tempo that they kind of settled into is just yeah, it's it wears for me a little bit. I think they can still write good songs, but it's just yeah, it, it doesn't really catch me mm-hmm. uh, in that same way. It, while we're talking about Bruce Springsteen. In New Jersey, mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see that? Uh, are are you familiar with the? Uh, I didn't the, bring the, this up. I'm just saying. No, are you familiar with the band Bleachers? No, the guy Jack Antonoff. Oh, okay, yeah. It's his project. He released a song this week uh-huh. with Bruce Springsteen. So I saw it and was like, I saw someone post the video, so I clicked on it and I was like, well, I want to see how Bruce fits into this. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Like. It's not on the the Spotify track, but you have to go to YouTube and watch the video. Click play. I'm sitting there waiting for the song to start going. About 30 seconds in, and then it goes, In order for you to play with this record, you must tune your guitar to R. No Start with the And then a drum way. roll. And then it's like this dude's love letter to being from New Jersey. And I was like... Was not expecting a lifetime sample on this song with Bruce Springsteen to exist. And again, it's only in the YouTube video. Uh, that threw me for a loop. Damn. Fucking. Somewhere in the swamps of Jersey. Apparently. But anyway. Yeah, Americana music. Hard to do. Um, New Jersey. Way cooler than California. And fuck man i don't give a shit about this story about fucking people riding on mulholland drive on motorcycles or whatever it's i don't know it's kind of just boring but again i'm I'm gonna go back to that point about the fact that he might have just fucking turned this over in that spot and i think that if that's what they're doing 
then that's like kind of just a dope way to make a record at this point. Yeah, and, and I do know that was the case. I think my question with that is, why not stop when you're like, we've got 10 good songs? Yeah. And maybe not stop, but maybe like prune it down a little bit. Um, because all I can think is like, all right, they just put everything they had at the end of the session on the record. Fine, respect that move. Mm-hmm. But if there's some that didn't make the record, oh man. Yeah. I I'm not I don't believe their quality will be super high. But I I can respect the process even if the end result is something I don't really mm-hmm. love. Yeah. And I think that like no matter how good this song would be, we would still probably be talking about it in the same category that's like the tier below the best material that was on this record and like that really that really just takes the release i think that that's like after so long that's cool that's totally fine fair i'm i agree with that what do you give these sweet vampires it's gotta be a 2.5 out of 5 just straight up got no thought yeah i mean i'm gonna give it a two just because i really hate the verse vocal melody but like again aside from that it's otherwise inoffensive to me that is a fucking offensive vocal melody he just wasn't wearing pants when he recorded it and it bothers me um this is our podcast it's called as you were a podcast about alkaline trio every week we talk about one alkaline trio song this week we talked about sweet vampires and if you're wondering why we were vibing so hard on this podcast it's because we just spent some time talking over on patreon patreon.com slash as you were dude just an excuse for me and my guy david to hang out because right now hanging out is a hard thing to do and i'm glad Mm -hmm. that we're still able to do it and just kind of like talk some shit every once in a while we uh if if you're not a patreon uh subscriber and want to know we came up with a little game a quiz show for my buddy tim and uh you should pop over there and see how he did i got 69 points and he did not get 69 points you can find out yourself how many points i got over on patreon we'll be back on the feed next week either way and we look forward to it talk to you then thanks bubba